Previously on Rogue Roleplay. Legend has it that every few months, this peculiar traveling carnival called the Moonlight Park arrives in a small town and is only open at night. Among the usual attractions of cotton candy, games, and ferris wheels, there's something more sinister lurking in the shadows. An evil clown known as the Jester. Ah, you coming in to the sideshow? Uh, he's got a name tag that says Asper on it. You you're know right I'm here, gonna, and I'm you're causing people it. harm. I'm I'm the ringmaster of the sideshow. Don't I didn't cause anyone harms, but if you're looking for a job, I can hire you. I heard you say you were a shooter. I got everything I may need in my office if you need to do an audition. I got daggers, ropes, handcuffs, marmalade, everything you need. That doesn't sound like a shooting. job for a shooter. Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, we could like we could like learn the inner workings of the carnival, and then we can like figure it out, bro. And I say, I want to be sworn in to the carnival, bro. I want to, like, work for y'all and then find out about the Jester, bro. And then, like, work with you all. And then, like, we can feed the Jester together. And I, like, pat my chest when I say that. All right, go ahead and show me your tricks. Show me what you can do. Let's see if we can make some money with this. All right, let me see this contract. Is there any, like, funny wording in it? Words I won't understand? Uh, let me go get one for you. So the thing that we're getting from everyone is, is Madame Vex is in charge. Mm-hmm. Right. So Madame Vex could possibly be one of the staff members. But, uh, sure. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Maybe Madame Vex doesn't even exist. Hey, the paycheck gets signed. What do I care? Hey, Vexy, we heard that you're, like, always watching. So if you could, like, come here and help us find our friend instead of us just going through all your private shit. That save us and you time and embarrassment, probably. When that happens, you then hear something going on behind that door. I ram it. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and this is the conclusion of the Midnight Ride. Hi, I'm Katie, and uh, I forget what character I'm playing, so that's always a really good start to recording, guys. It's Butch Cassidy. <laughs> Butch Cassidy. oh my god. I am playing Butch Cassidy in this episode. Does Chris not do an intro with these? He, he I already did, did one. one. He just did it in his weird voice. Hi, I'm Brandel, and I don't listen. (laughs) I'm Tisha. I'm playing Fanny Yokely, and sometimes when Chris does go into that deeper uh, register, I don't hear him either. It just doesn't make sense, so I block it out. (laughs) You can't hear, man. (laughs) So yeah, for this question, or for this intro, Jonathan couldn't join us, so we have my brother Joe joining us, who is the maestro behind all of the music role game roleplay. Hello, glad to be here. Thank you for coming. Yes, yes. The question is, we have to assign each other personas. But real quick about it. No explaining? You just put it out there? <laughs> and then we can argue. No explaining. Okay. Gotta explain a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. No. A little explain. Okay. Enough a context to make it more confusing. Okay. Tisha, hemorrhoid. No explaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's, why is your hemorrhoid furry? 
Oh, you haven't met it. Bedazzle <laughs> <laughs> tea. We were given personas on Discord, and we all kind of disagree. I, every, I'm fine with mine. Everyone mm. else seems to not be. We're not fine I, with I yours, Chris. That's the thing. Uh, mine is mine is right. Let's start with me then. According to Discord, I'm I'm a gazelle. No, mm. Chris, I have you as a German Shepherd lab mix. Oh, why am I a dog? Because I feel like you probably drool, and also you're <laughs> so clumsy. <laughs> and German Shepherd labs, are, you're very smart, like like a German Shepherd, and it, it just fits you perfectly. That's weird, because for Chris, I have a cockatiel, just like a really loud, aggressive bird that's annoying on purpose. But cockatiels can keep the beat. Oh. oh. <laughs> Chris, I imagined you as just like a little teeny tiny owl, just like, like one of the really small ones. Oh, okay. So kind of related to that, um, I just have, mine are all like regional based, like regional Pokemon. So I Googled native animals to your area. And Chris okay. always has his shirt off. So there's a greater prairie chicken oh. that pops up these huge skin sacks on the side of its face. <laughs> no. Stop it. Of its face. <laughs> um, but also like a raccoon, because that's just like basic, the most bisexual animal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And I feel like you're smart in the way that like a raccoon is smart, where like you can like open locks and stuff. You're like, why can you do that? And you got little people hands. You got little people <laughs> hands. And it's just, it's, it, you are a menace to society with those little people hands. <laughs> raccoons are also clumsy, too. So yeah. It's just a perfect fit. It's their people hands. They're not raccoon hands. <laughs> I would have preferred red panda, just so, so everyone knows. Oh, you don't want to be a greater prairie chicken? <laughs> a red panda spilling curry in bed would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to somebody else. What do we think? What do we think Katie is? Okay. What did she get? She got in the... I got a mouse. mouse. The, I'll be the first. Bunny. Yeah. I don't... I wouldn't call her a bunny. I would say Katie's a mole. Like, you know, she'd go to a party and then be like, well, this mole's gonna go mole. And then, like, hide out in a dark bedroom for a while. I had her as a groundhog. Very similar reasoning, though. I, d I don't know Katie at all, so I'm going to say axolotl. You're giving kind of axolotl energy. <laughs> That's okay. Very, very non-binary. <laughs> Listen, it's an axolot. So, yeah. Okay. I can't argue with any of those. I used to think I was a cat, but yeah. Being a groundhog sounds cool. There's a really cool groundhog colony near where I live, and they have, like, little balconies and everything. <laughs> and I can't even afford an apartment with a balcony. So, like, damn, those groundhogs haven't made... <laughs> I have Brandel as one of those lizards that falls out of the tree when it gets cold in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Iguana. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but there's also like a tinier one, right? Like there's iguanas and then there's like the tinier lizards. I those are cute. I like those. Like Anoles. Yeah. Anoles. Anoles. Brandel is one of those little... Little, little oh my gosh, they break into my house all the time. I'm always <laughs> carrying a freaking anole outside because, like, you're going to die in here. It's too dry. So that's Brandel. Um, I actually had Tisha as one of those escaped cockatiels. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I Because I've also seen, like, because cockatiels are super anti-establishment. You know what I mean? There was an escaped okay. cockatiel that, like, made a nest out of, like, ripped up bird spikes. <laughs> like, anti-pigeon spikes. Oh, God. Like, that's so metal. 
Um, or like a fruit bat. Oh, nice. I have Brandle down as a a dead doll aesthetic, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> you know, I don't what? know. I don't know if it's called like dead doll aesthetic, but it's like almost seen, you know, emo aesthetic, but it's like pink oh. and purples and feminine. Okay. So like a punk Tony the Tiger? <laughs> kind of. What is what is this? I need to work out more. You need to work out more. <laughs> That's a huge compliment. Thank you. I'm going to say a, a greater hornbill. Ooh. Hang on, guys. Just going to Google something real quick. No, that's what I'm doing right now, too. You I, can hear my little keyboard going. I like birds. Oh, is this because I'm Jewish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, God, no. No, God. <laughs> you done fucked up. That bird looks like an architect. Joe's canceled. <laughs> a Jewish architect. <laughs> I had Brandon as a scorpion fish. Uh-huh. Ooh. Because they are colorful, but they're sharp if you step on them. Cool. Plus, it's a little pretty and a little weird looking. Aww. Oh, and I also had Tisha as a bird. I think the anarchism of a bird fits Tisha, but which one is is rough? And I'm going with an umbrella parrot. Oh. (laughs) Y'all really went specific, huh? I was like, generic bird. I'm going to say Tisha like a, a fancy pigeon. Like a really fancy pigeon. Oh, nice. Because they're they're beautiful. They're smart. They're nice birds. Like they're they're good pets. They're friendly. But people hate them. Got it. Understood. I see where I. Chris, I'm doing a great job, aren't I? Yeah. (laughs) No, this pigeon looks. This pigeon looks dignified. I'm gonna send a picture in the recording chat. (laughs) This pigeon is dignified. This pigeon looks dignified. Like that's a little pigeon in a suit. Oh, hello, sir. Oh, she has a meeting to get to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she has to get to her third divorce trial. <laughs> I have Tisha as a general horse, just because I think she's super sweet and a little intimidating. If you're not familiar, it could probably kick your ass. I'm so scared of horses. And also, everyone wants to ride it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we didn't mention what everyone else is. So on Discord, Brandle was named an opossum. Oh, opossum. Opossum. And what were you called, Tisha? A, a hawk. hawk. Yeah, a bird of prey. Sorry, I can't get <laughs> over that. Is it the prey part that you don't like? It's not the prey part <laughs> that I don't like. It's that it like kind of signifies violence and aggression in my head. I love hawks. They're gorgeous. But do I feel like I... Yeah, I mean, some, some hawks, you know, they they take blood and dirt and they cover their body in it. Wow. You know, uh, they're stone cold killers. They are. Do my persona. Do my persona. I wrote songbird. Oh, yeah. You're a squirrel. Uh, Done. Uh, I said a, a mandrel monkey, you know, with the colorful butt. It's yeah. You, you've seen my colorful butt. It's quite nice. It is. Joe's got a nice butt, if anybody was wondering. <laughs> Yeah, if you join our Patreon, you can see. <laughs> Just colorful ass. Um, and then I said that I couldn't assign Joe a fursona because I don't know him well enough. And I appreciate that yeah. honesty. I did anyway. This is the first time speaking to Joe. <laughs> What's up? That's not true, Brandel. Didn't you play video games with Joe? I don't think so. But if we did, then he didn't make enough of an impression. Wow. And it's his fault. <laughs> okay. 
I'll be back in a few minutes. I need to cry a little bit. <laughs> Just like a songbird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, songbird makes sense. I'm sticking with Squirrel or Prairie Dog because the kid's attention span is so small. <laughs> the kid. Sorry, he's my he's my younger brother. It's just the way I talk. Not a kid, d- d- adult, thirty yeah, year old. Yeah, because man. now you yeah. have us talking about a kid's butt, and that's <laughs> Did I not mention he's eight? <laughs> Ew. You know, Titcha. As long as I'm not the only one getting canceled today. God damn it. <laughs> also, the red butt is a medical condition, so don't make fun of it. And since Jonathan wasn't here for a fursona, we'll just tell you what Discord said. Discord decided that Jonathan was either a bear or a peacock. Speaking of Jonathan, we are now getting back to Riz Siljabeef and Fanny Yokely in the office of Asper Moon Moon Rigmaster to the sideshow. All right. Well, okay. You both go in or you want to stay? You got a talent? Uh, I'm just like super good at getting people here. Like I'm like super good at that. Ah, marketing or barkers. I mean, that's that's what I do. You stand and you yell at people. Uh, whenever I say that to him, I want to roll insight to see like maybe he is a person that is known to lure people in. Sure. A sixteen. What do I get? Yeah, I think that you're on to something with him wanting people. He's really into wanting people to be hired at the carnival. Yeah. Hmm. Most peculiar. Yeah. I, I mean. That's a good question. Uh, you did say that there were only three other people in, in the side show. Mm. Who were they again? Yeah, there's Ursula the Strong. And uh, there's Niner, the Feet Archer. And then Gulp Gulp, the Sword Swallower. All right. Uh, oh, Ursula. Uh, she's a strong lady, huh? Yes. Yes, she is. She's uh, been with us about a year and a half now. Incredible talent, that Ursula. Yeah, where'd you find her at? Uh, she was actually just walking through the carnival. She came to look at the sideshow, and I saw those uh, trapezoids and couldn't resist it. Had to have her. Yeah. I brought her back, and I said, can you lift me up? And she lifted me up. And I said, can you lift that up? And then she lifted that thing up. She didn't lift anything. A year and a half. All right. All so... those trapezoids. So... Definitely not near as long as you, right? You said you've been here a decade. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, a little over a decade. Who, who's who been who's been here longer than you? Anybody? Uh, yeah. Zelina's been here longer than me. All right. Zelina is that lady that runs the games, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's been here. The, least that Victorian than dress. Yeah. That long hair. Yeah. That's her. Zelina. Yeah. Oh, you know who's been here forever is that fucking uh, ride operator. Dicter. Dix? Dicter. Dixter. Yeah, Dicter's been here a long time, too. I think those are the only two that have been here longer than me. Huh. All right. What do you take of this? All right. So, you know, not that I'm, I'm you know, uh, ratting anyone out or anything. Hmm. But, uh you know, what do you take this uh, little girl with the, the doll? You know, she's supposed to kind of scare you. She was hiding underneath something. I accidentally hurt her because she surprised me. You know, you know, Eliza, I know who you're talking about. Her name's Eliza. She's a new girl. She's uh, She actually came up to me. She was having, uh, pretty sure she's a runaway. But uh, she was looking for work, and she knew how to act. So we found her a job. Okay. 
You say she's hurt though? I mean, she's a sweet girl. I wouldn't want her to oh, be no. hurt. Oh okay? no. I mean, it was it was just a minor flesh wound. It's taken care of. <laughs> okay. Well, good. But yeah, Eliza's a a little sweetheart when she's not being creepy with that doll. You think so? Yeah, she's a good girl. I I don't like when men say that younger women are good girls. So, I want to take that into account when I review this you know, this contract. Would you rather me call her a bad girl? No. I would rather you call her a woman as she is obviously a human person and not a little baby. Yeah. I think she's like 17, so still little. Yeah. All I right. mean, maybe my maybe the age difference is making me not realize what, what a kid is. I guess she's kind of you an adult. Do. You're right, you're right. You, you do hear how that sounds creepy, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I work at a carnival, so... I don't know how much and, you think And I'm that gives you an excuse to be a misogynist? Uh, I don't think so. That's how the patriarchy gets you. All right? Uh, let's get out of here, Riz. I really gotta go to the bathroom. All right. Well, uh, feel free to read that over, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll take into consideration your words. All right. Unless you have any more questions, Riz, I'm going to head on out. Uh, no, bro, I totally don't have any more questions, so I think we should just go. Like, this is, like, super weird here, and, like, we have to, like, save some people, so. All right, uh, see you then. Uh, see you when you come back with the contract, uh. Yeah. It's all just normal legal mumbo-jumbo, don't worry about it. Go ahead and get out of here, I'll just come back when you're done in the bathroom. Sounds good, old boy. All right. Oh boy. Pepper, you're old. <laughs> Sounds like a dog. <laughs> uh, great. You exit his office and make your way back out into the sideshow. What are you doing from here? Uh, I don't know. Riz, all right. So, hey, just so you know, I took all of these keys. So maybe we can get into that trailer, Vex's trailer. Isn't it like super illegal? Like, can we get like in a lot of trouble, bro? How could we get in trouble for opening up a trailer at a carnival? Oh, bro, I think you're right. So, like, well, what, uh, what do you mean? How can we get? I, I feel like, no, well, no, okay, you're wrong. All right. We can super get in trouble for that. That's still illegal. We could get in trouble for that at a carnival where they're murdering people and kidnapping people. Well, if you want to live life on the edge, bro, I say we should take life by the horns, bro. Uh, yeah, I think that. You know, you're you're worried about these little molehills when we got like this mountain to climb to find these people that disappeared. You know, I <laughs> and and I think that those, and and I, I'm sorry if you feel like I'm, you know, uh, diminishing your 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 concerns. Uh, but uh, no, bro, you know, I just find it super funny that like you're worried about like like you're 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 kind of downplaying like us breaking entering but like you weren't downplaying like the fact that these people were like complicit in people getting murdered by this clown so like i, I think you... that complicity comes along with trying to survive and i don't know if you've ever been in a position where you have to survive in a really shitty situation and you know it's shitty but Sometimes you you just got to do what you got to do to survive. No, false. Because, like, they could have easily called police. They could have, like, easily, like, gotten people involved, and they didn't. They just kind of, like, 
sat there and let it happen. So like, I feel like that's a wide stretch to make. And that's a lot of grace that you're giving people that don't deserve it. So like, you mean like, like, whatever, bro. Like, I'm not here to like, talk about like boring stuff, like semantics and stuff like that. I'm here to like, get the problem solved, bro. I'm pretty sure that's not semantics, but I'm not the brightest in the crayon in the crayon box. I've noticed. Uh, so, oh. uh, I will. I will say, like, what? What if we take for? What if we take for example this little girl? Right, she's a runaway, and if she tells, then where's she gonna go? Right, she ain't got nowhere to go. Okay. So you think that she should hold her moral scruples up to a certain extent? Um, even at the detriment of herself, where she might like not even be able to survive anymore. I feel like that's a topsy turvy way of making your argument, but we're not going to get into this right now. All right. Well, we don't have to. You're we're... you're right. I mean, maybe my moral compass is a little bit more loose and forgiving than yours, but uh, we can say uh... that. Yeah, probably, maybe, possibly. You're wrong, but okay. Anyway, uh, hey, like, hey, let like, you know, we're cool. We're good, bro. We're good. Are we good, bro? Yeah, we're totally good. good. Okay, because like I'm good. Are you good? I, I'm good. I, I, okay, you're I'm good. Are you good? good? If, I were, if I were any better, I'd be twins. Okay, bro. As long as you're good, like <laughs> I'm not bothered. I'm not. I'm, I mean, like I'm not okay. bothered either. I'm, okay. I'm fine. Yeah, me too. Yeah, bro. And then like he's like cool. his temples like coming out of his head. Like um, I'm not bothered, bro. I'm fine. Uh, um, so let's go to the. Let's go to the thing. Let's go to the trailer. Let's open it up and let's let's solve this problem. Let's solve this case. Yeah, because obviously, you know, the police ain't doing nothing. You called them, right? Mm. You called them? Yep. Oh, so. Right. You're right, man. I, I tried. I super tried, bro. And like, they just didn't. Maybe you're right. But yeah, let's. Jay, let's that's the game. This... Right. Let's solve the puzzle. <laughs> let's solve. Let's solve the murders. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, There's sexual tension there. <laughs> so much. <laughs> then you're going to make your way back to Madame Vex's trailer. As you're walking up trying to figure out what key might go to this, you see the doors already open. And inside are Daydream and Butch trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah, we are. Uh, as you get back together, everyone roll Perception. Oh my god. Did we leave the cabin? I think you guys just stayed there the whole time trying to fight the fucking door. Well, you know, we just got one attempt and then you left for a 40 minute. 11. 19 for perception. 17. 15. Okay. I mean, all of you did pretty good, minus Fanny. Then the rest of you, I think everyone can hear it then. I think Fanny will come up with all these keys jingling, just being like, uh, oh, there's a door here. You guys can't get into it. Maybe one of these will open it. So as Fanny's jiggling through the keys trying to figure it out, you'll hear a muffled voice from the inside. (laughs) Was that good? That was lovely. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So yes, I think that the rest of you realize that your friend is probably behind this door. Oh! Oh, that's sticky sweet. If I ever heard sticky sweet, did you try oh. to knock this door down? Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, I think we're like one good hit away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to take out my... What's in my inventory? Do I have any bombs or anything? Fanny still has that pistol. Can she shoot the lock? 
Sure. You gotta attack it. Uh, 18 to hit. And the door's still not gonna open. Can I, do we get like any sort of magical sense from this door? Yes, very. Can I cast a spell magic on this door? Yes, you can. Okay, I would love to do that. I genuinely thought you were gonna do that last episode. Well, I was going to, but then we took a detour. Oh, okay. It's my fault. Got it. Well, no, I was I was going to do it, and then Katie was like, no, you know what? I'm going to fuck up this door, too. <laughs> I'll fuck up this door. <laughs> I'll fuck this door. Can I ask Katie to do another attack on the door and then do dispel magic right before they hit? So what? it seems like... Yes, absolutely. Then go ahead and roll an attack, Katie, on this door. Okay, I'm going to pull out my short sword because it feels really stupid to me to... Oh, uh, no, wait. Butch is going to pull out their big back thumpers and, like, get on their front feet to do, like, a big kick because yes. they're a herring gone. Yes. So it's an unarmed strike. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Ooh. Timing could not be more perfect. As Daydream dispels the magic, Butch rears back, kicks forward, and the door swings open. Oh, no, I ripped this thing off its fucking hinges, oh, Chris. That's a... Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't think you understood, Chris. <laughs> yeah, 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 Look how yeah. violent and dangerous this was. Okay, so the door is now shred. It's just ripped off. Even the door jam's got some chunks taken out of it. You took part of the wall with it. Yeah. Also, you find a tasty pile of blazers. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, inside, you see your friend Sticky Sweet in a cage. Uh, the room is surrounded by stuffed toys. Uh, Parringtons, salamanders, cheese people, everything. Uh, and standing inside there is a person in a clown costume with their head tilted. You bust through Hate the it. door, they turn towards you. Oh my and god, draw it's a blade. It's time to roll initiative. Of course it is! Of course it is! Of course it is. Fourteen. Fanny. Not one, baby. Twenty. Twenty-two. Why'd you roll multiple times? I have in, I have advantage no, on initiative. Oh, not you, Chris. Because who's to say there's only one person you're fighting? That was my worst fear. I thought it was because you just weren't happy with your first roll. <laughs> no. While I figure out initiative, this is a good time to pause the episode and head into the gay agenda. This is the Gay Agenda, and of course, the first thing I get to do in here is thank our newest patrons. So thank you to our newest bucketeer, Eden. Hope you enjoy the episodes and pre-goss and everything we have on our Patreon. And of course, if you want to learn more about our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. You can also find everything Rollgay Roleplay on our website, rollgayroleplay.com. You can check out our social media, connect on our Discord. Speaking of, we have a Friendsgiving event going on for most of our listeners. It would be Thanksgiving, but Thursday the 23rd. We also do movie nights on our Discord. We have one coming up on November 25th, and this movie is Cocaine Crabs from Outer Space. You know, the, the classic. And don't forget to give the show five-star reviews on your preferred podcast platform. It really helps us out with reaching other listeners, and it's a great way to support the show. Oh, I also want to correct something that I forgot to do last time. So last episode, I talked about the book Kin from author Lawrence Ramsey. I forgot to put the link in the episode, so the link is now in this episode. So if you want to download the book Kin, you can get 50% off using the code QUEER at the link in our episode. Or you can go to SoberGnomePress.com. That's sober without an E. S-O-B-R-GnomePress.com. 
Now, before we get back to the show, anyone in the Philadelphia area or anyone going to PAX Unplugged, I'm going to be at PAX Unplugged this year uh, with my friends at XYZ Game Labs. We're going to be at booth 3922, I believe. So if you're at PAX Unplugged, come say hi, and you'll get a Chris the DM demo of a game. Chris the demo. Chris the demo. (laughs) Or if you're just in the Philadelphia area and have any recommendations on where to eat or what to do while I'm not working the convention, I would love to hear it. Yeah, that's it for my part of the gay agenda, and now to some of our friends. Welcome to Dungeon Radio Hour, an improv comedy podcast set within the world of Dungeons and Dragons, where a group of friends from our world fell into a magical realm and must rescue their friend before finding a way back home. Join our players, Alyssa. Like, have you been seeing anyone who's like new to town? Andrew. 911. What's your emergency? Hi, 911. Uh, listen, I can't talk loud. I'm currently inside of a horse. <laughs> and Mike, as they adjust to their magical surroundings. Jeff, don't even go here. This game is rigged. There's piss sometimes. All right. And a few friends. <laughs> what do we say about Killing? Don't do that. I really like it if you called it boobs, Walter. Boobs. <laughs> With the help of some locals. Keep your skin about you and uh, good luck. You you talking to me? <laughs> Sometimes, begrudgingly. Yeah, I mean, this could be interesting if we followed this thread, but I pass up this paradigm. This show is full of ridiculousness. You know, he was a guy who's just doing his job, but he had a neck and it needed to be strangled. I roll like a hot dog at a 7-Eleven. I miss you guys so much. What have you been up to? Uh, we like fought Santa and shit. That promises to make you laugh at least once. Hey. Here's a nugget on me, okay? Don't spin it all in one place. <laughs> that says, my acting? A-okay. Yeah. <laughs> all this and more is waiting for wherever you get your podcast. So keep the volume up, the dial tuned in. It's time for Dungeon Radio Hour. Bye for now, kids. Okay. Well, then, the... The door has been swung open. You see your friend is in danger in a cage, tied up, and their mouth gagged. The jester is in front of you. Sticky, you are up. No, not Sticky. Riz, you are up first. All right. I'm going up to the jester immediately. Immediately. And I'm going to use a bonus action to uh, go into rage. Hmm. And then we're going to go attack this baddie with a fatty. Um, The first attack is going to be a natural fucking 20. Okay. Well, that's going to hit. So 28 all day. Um, Yeah. And it's going to hit for... Okay. Well, that's seven. I'm going to add another one. And then we're going to do... Yeah. There we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Um, So 11 plus four is 15 points of damage. It's going to do 15 points of damage. And then we're going to attack again. Okay. And that's a natural one. So, you know, we get the highs and the lows. I think there's a reason that you miss the second time. I think it's only going to make sense after you swing. Uh, You take that first swing, and the head of the jester pops right off, and the jester suit just crumbles to the ground. You've smashed this clown mask that was being worn, and the clothes disappear, and inside is a little imp. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, and you went to swing again, but of course you missed because he's little now. Uh, and as the oh. imp sees you, he goes, nah, fuck, and then disappears. Oh my god, get that imp! Uh, bros, like, there's like a fucking imp in here, so like, be careful, because they're like super tricky or whatever. Like, they're like super, like, sneaky. I mean, fuck the imp, let's just get sticky out of here. Behind you all, you hear, I'm in here now! 
I want to shoot it. I want to like, I want to like have like a, like I want to like say like Butch when you said there's an imp, like got ready. Like I want to be like, I want to attack with my bow, like primed, ready to go, sharpshooter. Okay. Well, you're up next. I am going to fire my vicious longbow. 24. Fuck. Yes. Nice. So that's hit one. (laughs) Imps don't have a lot of hit points. And then a 25. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So that's two hits. That's 15 hit points. Okay. Well, an arrow hits this imp. And I think on the second one, it just pins the imp to the wall of Madame Vex's trailer. Yeah, I want to talk to that bitch. (laughs) Is that your turn then? Yeah. Happy? Okay. Yeah. Then, as you're all looking into the main room, trying to see this dead imp pinned to the wall, admiring Butch's work, that was a hell of a kill. A figure appears inside Madame Vex's secret room. As they place their hand, uh, because it's their turn, as they place their hand onto the cage and touch Sticky Sweet, they say, Whispered words, powers entwine, turn this soul, make it benign. Flesh to cloth, heart to joy, transform this being into a toy. Suddenly, Sticky Sweet begins to mold, screaming in pain as they turn into a little tiny periton. The woman will roll back her hood. You will see Zelina, the game operator, picking up the Parrington from inside the cage and say, Just another one for the games. Oh my god. Games. I've heard of cost saving within businesses, but this is taking it to an extreme, lady. Mm. The best part is, they have feelings still. They know that they're a toy. Oh my god. Don't I have a Perryton? <laughs> or did do. I give it to Butch? I gave it to Butch. Butch has it. Uh, Zelina's going to make her first attack. And the first thing she's going to do is look at... You know what, Fanny? You were the one that played the game, and I think that's what touched her. So she is going to look at you, Fanny, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Oh, no. Hmm. Hold on. Let me see. Is this a reaction? No, it's an action. Okay. All right. Wisdom? Are you sure it's wisdom? I am sure. (laughs) All right. Ten. Oh, no. Uh, Unfortunately, you are under Zelina's charm now. A charm target obeys the verbal and telepathic commands. Uh, You can repeat the saving throw if you suffer any harm, uh, or I think on your next turn. No. If the target successfully saves against an effect, yeah. So you have to be either harmed, or if I tell you a suicidal command. I love a strong businesswoman. Um, She'll say, take care of your friends for me. Attack them. Of course. Absolutely. Fanny, it's your turn. Oh, no. Love that. Pick who's, your least favorite friend. Who's the closest? <laughs> well, would I pick my least favorite friend? I think you'd pick closest, but at this point, you're kind of all clustered, so. I feel like I would choose either um, Butch or 
uh, daydream because we've been friends the longest. That's good. Yeah. Well, we can say you're next to daydream then. Hey, daydream. You know what? You never believed in me. I, I really, I really don't like that. And you know what? You never laugh. You don't laugh at my jokes. And they're really funny. So I'm going to make you laugh. Um, and I cast, cast hideous laughter. Yes. And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I have a plus seven to wisdom saving throws. 21. All right. You pass. <laughs> I don't laugh. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. Okay, but it just it hurts my feelings. Can you pretend mm-hmm. next time? Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? Oh, that's so sweet. All right, that's the end of my turn. All right, Daydream, you're up. Daydream's going to. Uh, well, I'm I'm super close to Fanny right now, aren't I? Yep. I would like to take a step back so that I'm not like within. Oh wait, hang on a second. Hey, I'm a crossbow expert, so I do not take disadvantage when making ranged attacks next to someone. So I'm going to take out two hand crossbows with hand-carved... My left one is rose quartz for healing from outside sources. And my right hand crossbow is rhodonite for inner love. And I'm going to point them both at Gertrude. What was the name of this person? Fanny or Zelina? Zelina. Okay. I'm going to point them both and say, you just need some love. And I'm going (laughs) to fire them. Okay. Into her neck chakra. Ooh. First one is an 18 to hit. Yes. Next one is a 19 to hit. That was both hit. For a six and a one. Seven damage. Okay. These fucking crystals? Yeah, I'm going to need those back. They're actually very expensive. You're welcome to come up and get them. Mm, I'll wait till you're done. <laughs> Is that your turn then? Yeah. Riz, you're up next. Um, I'm looking and I guess I'm, you know, I'm feeling pretty pissed. Uh, so I'm going to attack with my Vicious Warhammer again. Okay. Vicious. Vicious. So that's two attacks. The first one is going to be a 17, and the second is going to be a what, 14. 17 hits. 14 All right, hits. so it's going to be... Yeah. Um, the two, and it's going to be 12 plus 7, which is 19 points of damage. Woof. Very good hit. Anything oh, else? wait, no, no, I'm sorry. Take away the 7. Okay. So 5 damage? Uh, so, I'm sorry. Take away the 7, so 12 points of damage instead of 19. Oh, okay. And I'm at, uh, I, I, say I failed a second attack. Um, I am at uh, bonus actions. Oh, I'm going to go in for a bear hug uh, with my armor. Because I have spiked armor. Uh, because I am a battle rager. Okay, yes, that's right. So that's a 16 to 16 hit? It does. Yes, let's see. As I go, uh, let's be friends. And I... Give him a big ol' hug for seven points of damage. Okay. Well, that's having him right back off, didn't it? Okay. Yes, and that'll end my turn. Uh, Yeah, and I don't think I hold on to them for, like, a grapple or anything. I just wanted to give him one little quick hug. Okay. Just a little squeeze. Uh, Tisha, you're up if you're back. Otherwise, 
We can pause. Piss break. See, it does happen. It takes a while because first she's got to go through a whole haunted house. Yeah. Gotta, she's, she's pretty good about that bar normally. But... Do you think it was the fall or the scare that made you pee? I think it was the fall. I want to be brave and say it was the fall and not just, the scare. Like you just should have gone before you went in type of thing. I think so. Yeah. Had like a big slushy beforehand. Yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. Like mm. a lot of apple cider. Ew. <laughs> it was just apple cider piss. <laughs> you back, Tisha? Yes. Okay. It is Butch's turn. Riz is up face to face with Zelina. And that's your only opponent because you already took out this imp. And that imp's dead, eh? Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, no, uh, almost went into York on that. Mm. Say, no one here has a, uh, you know, speak with dead to see if who this imp is working for. I may have been reacting versus, you know, processing and following uh, through with a established plan. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that they're working with our Lord and Savior, Zelina, right here, my lady. It's real close. Is yeah. it not Zelina? It is Zelina. Absolutely. I thought you were going to say Jesus is what I was. Oh. Yeah. So the, the person that you all are fighting, Katie, is probably in charge of the imp. Okay. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to turn to Zelina and I'm going to pull out my... How far is she? Uh, you're pretty close space. Like probably 15, 20 feet maybe. Yeah. Far. So I really shouldn't use my crossbow. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. I'm gonna have to use my short sword. Um, I want to lucky footwork, action surge. Ooh. Great, all my things are arrow based. But I am gonna attack with my short sword. <laughs> okay. An eighteen? That hits. Y'all are rolling really well for attacks today. Nice. And then an eight. Yeah. Doing some damage. And an, an eight hits? Oh, no, an eight does not hit. I'm sorry. I thought that was Okay, sorry, sorry. No, uh, that's nine damage for the okay. short sword. Damn. So that was my two attacks. And... Yeah, that's it. Okay. Then it is Zelina's turn. She's going to attack Riz, because Riz is right in front of her and just did a lot of damage. Wait, wait. Oh. Wait. No, wait. I have action surge. I totally forgot. I need to okay. something. Sorry, guys. New character. It takes me a really long time to learn new things. Um, I'm going to take one additional action. So I am going to take two more attacks because it's two attacks per action. Okay. Does... Oh, that's a nat 20. That's a 27. Yeah. Awesome. So that is great. Seven damage. Critical. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep, so that's seven damage, and then 15. Yes, that does hit. That does hit, okay. So 16 damage total. Damn, she's looking hurt. Give us our friend back. Why are you making us see all these clouds? Accent, gone. It's just been a costume <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, then it's Zelina's turn. She's hurt but she is going to attack Riz. Even though you're both right in front of her, I think we're going to go for Riz. And she's going to mm -hmm. also go in for a hug. But as she's yeah. coming in, she's going to stick her long red tongue out. 
And okay. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Con save. Make sure you don't get horny. Oh god. Or piss I rolled, yourself. Uh, I rolled a nine. No, that doesn't hit. No, no, that doesn't that doesn't save. No, no, no. Beautiful. She's gonna take a long lick up the side of your face. You feel it boiling against your skin. Okay. And going to do a lot of fucking damage. Twenty-one points of damage. Okay, 21? Yes, as the little bits of skin fall off your face and the acid eats away. No, bro, my moneymaker. She leans back and wipes her mouth. Too much makeup. (gasps) Rude. And that's going to end her turn, and we are back to Fanny. Still under my control. You know, what are Bush's pronouns? Oh my god, I have no idea. Let's just say they, them. Whatever. Yeah. They're a rabbit. Does Butch, what does Butch identify as? Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Butch is a rabbit with a bow. Plus they got neutered when they were really young. So. Hey, Butch, you just said to him. I know. I said all pronouns. Okay. Hey, Butch, as a fellow, as a fellow, uh, non-cis male, uh, person, uh, I think that you just, you deserve this crown. You know, uh, us us non-cis males need to stick together. And uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Uh-oh. That was an eight. Okay. Uh, that doesn't pass. So you are charmed by me for the duration? I don't know how that works. Can you be charmed by somebody who's charmed? Whoa, what type of Inception shit did we just do? Okay. Yeah. Can a charmed person charm a person charmed people charm people can (laughs) (laughs) i love it i've never encountered this before i think so can a charmed creature charm another creature the quick answer is no (laughs) the long answer is no (laughs) does a subsequent charm oh no that's a different question can a charm person can you charm a charm I mean, person? Let's, no. I say yes. Let's think about it. Let's think about it in our situation. Okay. Uh, Fanny is charmed by the bad guy into thinking that the bad guy is the good guy. And they want to charm their friend. I think it makes total sense. Yes. Yeah. The same I think article? so. Yeah, I think so. So now, Butch, you're charmed. So while the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head. And madness glows in its eyes. The charm target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I mentally choose. The target can act normally on its turn if I choose no creature or if none are within its reach. On my subsequent turns, I must use my action to maintain control over the target or the spell ends. Yeah, so on Fanny's turn, or not Fanny, on uh, Butch's next turn, whoever um, they're in within melee range, they will hit. Oh, well, that's both Riz and Zelina. Uh, but I choose who it is. Ah, so you would And seeing choose. as I'm charmed by Zelina. Yeah. Love this. Awesome. So that's your turn then, right? Yes. Oh, all right. Daydream. You're losing friends left and right. Mm, this feels a little culty, and I know a lot about cult. 
So let me just indoctrinate you myself. And I'm going to cast... I'm going to put a hand on Fanny's chest, not in a sex way, and cast Dispel Magic. Okay. So um, if the charm spell on Fanny is third level or lower, it just ends. If the spell is fourth level or higher, I had to roll for it. It's not clear. Doesn't answer that question at all. I would think it works. I think that if it's taking damage can do it, I think Dispelling Magic can also do it. What level is the spell that you cast to charm It just says action charm. I didn't actually do a character for it. It's like an enemy that I've modified. And... Is it not a spell? No, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, sure, I'm sure it is a spell, but it's just an action that I have. It just doesn't have like a spell slot for an enemy. It's a made up character. I love that. So I'm going to dispel that magic. Yep. Sounds great. And then I'm going to turn directly to Zelda. Zelina. And pull out my little hand crossbow and use my bonus action to fire a lapis lazuli arrowhead because its chakra is the heart chakra we're gonna aim directly for zelina's heart okay oh i live hang on there's a roll here i got a six yeah does that do it that does not work no mm, that's a shame he fired a little bit too early and shot just into the ground premature it crossbowculation Nice. That was, yeah. Uh, Riz, your turn. All right, cool. I'm going in just more for more attacks. Okay. The first one is uh, 26. Yep. And the second one is 19. So those both hit. Oh, we might be saying. Oh, shit. And 19 is a crit. Because uh, Crusher critical. One you score. Sorry, next turn. Could you make with advantage? Oh, shit. Well, I should be making things with advantage. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so let me see. The first one is... Uh, plus 8 plus... So 12 plus 7 is 19. And then the second one is 13. So 13 points of... 19 plus 13. 32 points of damage, and that will do the trick. As I rake her face... Across the spiky part of my armor. Oh, that's, that's wow! Great, vicious, bloody kill. As soon as the life force leaves Zelina's body, all the stuffed animals begin to move a little bit. They'll begin one by one shifting back into human form again, painfully changing, contorting their body until they're back to their position. Butch, the one that was in your possession, starts to drop and fold back out. And you've been carrying Dapple Shardlow this whole time. What? Dapple's like, man, I'm so glad that you were nice to stuffed animals. Y'all could have been so mean to me. It sucked in there. Thanks for saving me, though, guys. I love all of you. I love all you guys. Actually, can I just date all of you? Can we all just be in a relationship? Best friends anyway? No. I think we need to... No. Yeah, let's get matching tattoos. That's all for y'all, bro. I'm totally fine. Oh, I, I don't even know you, but that's cool. Oh, Sticky, you were bad, too. I'm glad you're a friend. Are you good, Sticky? Yeah, I'm, like, better than ever. Yeah. You know, the cage is open. You can get out now. 
No, I kind of feel safe in here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's all get in the cage with Sticky. No. Big this... hug. Yeah. Hooray. Yay. Hug the cage. Yay. Yay. Okay. As all these terrified people are coming to life, the four of you climb into the cage and love on each other. Oh, it's so sticky sweet. Congratulations, you've beaten the midnight ride. And sticky yeah. sweet's alive. Yeah, everyone survived. And all the stuffies are now humans, and everyone's terrified, especially the people at home that brought them home, because now there's just people in their house. <laughs> Lol. I hope they all go home. <laughs> yes. We'll, we will believe that this was a happily ever after. And everyone gets to go home and is saved, and no one else gets taken by the jester. You've officially killed the jester's curse. And that means that we are done with our Halloween special. And next time you hear from us, we will be starting season six of Bailing You Out, Roll Gay Roleplay. We're coming back. Shannon, Lynn, Rux, Bay, everyone coming back. Yay. Yay. All right. That, now that's what I call at, dog. <laughs> What <laughs> staff members have to be on the yeah right? Mm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandel. You can find me in the Patreon, posting all of our pregosses on sometimes the same day. Mm. <laughs> Hi, my name is Katie, and I don't believe in social media anymore. They keep on getting bought out by the weird billionaires. Mm, don't trust true. it. Hey, I'm Jonathan, and my boyfriend allowed me to have an adult Twitter, so. <gasps> Yay. Yay. You gonna say that and not drop the at? Okay, I know it is. <laughs> you can find that in our Patreon. <laughs> I am a Christian woman, so. Yeah, it's all a nun outfit the whole time. Just a just nunnery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Growl. An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. 